Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bitly and Murata Mornings, Social Studies. Brought to you by CarolHasTheBuyers.com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. As I said before we went to break, the 9 o'clock hour, generally the Jared Carlin Power Hour, folks. Buckle up. <laughs> ah, that's but right. before we get there, we have a treat. We have Sarah the Ruthless and Social Studies. Take it away, Sarah. Yes. Now, Social Studies was a Jared Carlin invention, was it not, in 2020? This was yes. your idea? So this technically is True. still the beginning well, of the Because normally, during Cardinal season, I have a Cardinals song that usually right. also plays yeah. in the 9 o'clock hour. Uh-huh. So that, plus the sports kebab, plus, yeah. the, plus the end of week montage, which they claim I put myself in a lot. Uh, you do. Oh. <laughs> 80% Jared. They. Who's they? they who's they? <laughs> plus, I'll say it. Plus the critics. The 9 o'clock hour on a Friday generally is the appearance of hand fruit Hercules. Oh, yes, that's sometimes. right. That's right. Yes. Generally the fruit comes plus, out. Plus Dan and Vince are usually halfway out the door at 9 o'clock on Friday. Oh, so I get point. to talk well, more Jared, anyway. Just do point. your thing. Good point. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fair. We all know each other. All right. We are on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata, including Handfruit Hercules. He's also on Twitter. So go ahead and follow both of us if you want to. Uh, let's start with the Phoenix Suns who have the Denver Nuggets in town tonight at Footprint Center. That's the top team in the West for most of the season. Although you both said during the Rush Hour reboot, that is not the team you fear the most or one of the three teams you fear the most in the Western Conference uh, as far as the playoffs go. But just looking at tonight's game against the Nuggets, open-ended guys, what are you hoping to see? Suns versus Nuggets. I really want to see, I really was hoping to see something resembling a showdown. Yeah. Something resembling a, uh, okay. A measuring stick game. Let's yeah. go. Litmus test. A real litmus test. test kind of game. And uh, I'm fearful we're going to get, um. Are you calling someone a chicken? I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what Robert Sarver did with his chicken wings. <laughs> did he ever wear a chicken suit like they did in uh, Stir Crazy? We bad. Yeah, no, the Nuggets. Don't, the Nuggets. The Nuggets we don't want to face the Suns at the full strength, at their own full strength. Yeah, they don't want to tangle right. with the Suns. At, right. They don't want the Suns to get any kind of mental edge. They don't want the smoke. The smoke. That's right. That's you don't want sense. that smoke. All that smoke. The smoke from the sun, from the literal sun. All right. I just looked at the injury report. Still nothing from Denver. It won't be for a few hours. Um, but our listeners have shared what they are hoping to see in tonight's game. Joe Suns fan is looking for a win plus a 30-point night from Kevin Durant. That's something we also talked about earlier after his uh, shaky home debut on Wednesday. Nicholas Blackiston says the Suns should cruise with the Nuggets, likely resting some starters. Easy Kid wants to see a serious posterior whooping by our beloved Suns. Posterior. Not a word we use enough, I think. Yeah. Salt Lake Caesar says the Nuggets or the Sun starters don't concern me. I still wonder about this bench and the rotations evolution. So Salt Lake Caesar isn't even thinking about the Nuggets. He just wants to see how the Suns can improve themselves. And then the superhero named Elliot says, honestly, what he's looking to see in the Suns Nuggets game tonight, the Suns in four guy, Nick and Marty need a rematch. Let them fight it out at halftime. Nick is the name of the Sons and Four guy, right? The, uh, well, yes. I don't remember. The beater up guy? Yes. Yeah. Yep, okay. Pretty sure his name is Nick, yeah. All right, let's get to the Arizona Diamondbacks. 
Their season started last night with a loss 8-2 to the Dodgers. Um, the D-backs lost, and then a Dodgers fan also lost by just getting absolutely plowed on the field by security. What a good time. What a big game. Uh, we are making some more predictions for the season. In these four categories, who will lead the Diamondbacks in these four categories? In home runs, in stolen bases, in batting average, and in saves. Oh, man. Home runs, Christian Walker, stolen bases, Corbin Carroll. What were the other two? Batting average and saves. Batting average, Cattell Marte, saves. Ooh. You got anybody for saves, leader? That's we, the hardest one. Yeah. We don't even know who the closer is going to <laughs> be. That's what I'm saying. They won't be. Has that ever, I mean, ever, ever, has bullpen by committee ever worked? worked? Ever. Not, not in my, I, not in my experience. The bullpens that work are a guy that have, when you have an eighth inning guy and a ninth inning guy, that's generally the way it should go. John Wetland, Mariano Rivera. <laughs> Bruce Soder, Dick Tidrow. Dick Tidrow. <laughs> you ever see Dick Tidrow's mustache ferret? I don't even don't know who that is. No, I'm about to Google it, though. Tidrow. Dick Tidrow had a... Google that. Dick Very Tidrow, careful. yes. Dick Tidrow. Whoa, what a mustache. What Dick, a mustache. He had a leg kick for days and a mustache that followed. <laughs> a mustache for weeks. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is... That really is something. It is something. Okay, let's get back to the question. Who's leading the D-backs in home runs, stolen bases, batting average, and saves? Not a lot of drama with home runs and stolen bases. Pretty much everybody wrote Christian Walker for home runs and Corbin Carroll for stolen bases. For batting average, it's kind of a toss-up between Cattell Marte and Christian Walker, but I think more people leaning Marte. Um, and then Christian Walker. I'm just reading what people wrote in. And then for saves, completely all over the board, but I see Kyle Nelson from Chad Rudinger uh, and from Jordan Kuda. Um, from AZ Kid, Carol, 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 doesn't Carol pitch two? <laughs> <laughs> it would be very nice. It would be a good sign if Cattell Marte was in the conversation for a home run leader this year for the Diamondbacks. Because if he, could be get, if he can get his power happen. back from That's a few... That's not going to happen. I know. Yeah. Carlos Vargas is who I'm going to pick for say. I'll just... I'll, okay. I'll, oh, yeah, he's I'll, good. I'm going to throw my hat down on that. He too. looked good for a couple pitches he yesterday. He throws really hard. He does throw really hard. Yeah. All right, let's get to our final question. Uh, we're talking miscommunications to wrap up social studies today. We had some we had some issues in the pre-show group text this morning. Uh, confusion about when some text messages were sent. <laughs> Months ago, perhaps. We're asking, what was the biggest miscommunication you've ever had or experienced in uh, your life? Listen, I, I probably could fill five hours with this, <laughs> but, but one jumped into my head immediately. It was a day I was covering the Olympics in Salt Lake City and I was running late and I ran up to this line of buses and I had to get off to the U.S. Canada gold medal hockey game. Big deal, right? Wayne Gretzky, yeah. all okay. big deal. Wow. So I get on this and they're like, the points, the points to this bus right here and I get out, I walk on the bus I said, this is the bus to the gold medal game. The bus driver's like nods his head. I sit down and I'm like, why are there only three people on this bus? Oh. And the bus starts taking off and it's going and it's going and it's going and it's going up into the mountains and I'm like, <gasps> I'm on the wrong bus. <gasps> they were taking me up to Team Russia's training facility. I got on the bus for Russia hockey team training. Okay? I got off the bus and by now I'm 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 seeing red. This literally. This literally. Red. Red. Okay. 
This wonderful <laughs> volunteer said, hey, what happened? And I explained, uh, this person left their post, got in their car, and drove me to the gate. Oh, a hero. Wow. I needed a hero, and I got one, Sarah. Not a hero. <laughs> what about you, Tim Ring? I Anything? can't top that. I need these questions in advance so I can actually think. Well, They're on the internet. Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter.com. I didn't know that. It yet. was posted at 619 Our, this morning, yes. Tim. It's all right. Come on. He's busy. Yeah, that's fine. That's I'm fine. A, you know what? I'm it's a, okay. I'm a fill-in. I didn't know that I should you be looking ahead. You don't have to. Don't worry, Fair about enough. It. don't worry about it. Our listeners right. totally came through, as they always do, so I'll just get to a couple of their responses before we wrap up this edition. Brian Barger says, the biggest miscommunication he ever, ever had or experienced in his life, my ex-wife told me, do whatever you want to do. <laughs> 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 Uh, this is a good one from Bobby. When I was a kid, my parents used to say, if you just tell us the truth, you won't be in any trouble. That's a lie. That's a lie. And I fell victim to that lie as well. Uh, this is a funny one from Casey Lou. Our wedding coordinator made personalized itineraries for the family on our wedding day. On the itinerary, she wrote that the wedding was at 4.30. It actually started at 4. Oh. Our cousins, our aunts, and our uncles were not in our pre-wedding pictures, and they all walked into the church as we came running out at the end of our ceremony. Brutal. I don't know if you saw this one because it was a late edition, but That's Kelly fair. said, one of my former employers leaked the entire company's tax information <gasps> in a phishing email. Ooh, I did not see that one. Kelly, don't click on those links. Or whoever did. No, her employer. Employer. The boss did it. People. All right. Mock my world. Quickly. Uh, yesterday, we drafted things we love about baseball, big or small. I am in the lead right now with two hours left to vote. 36% I drafted. Uh, ballpark food, the sound of the crack of the bat, how cute it is when managers wear those little uniforms, <laughs> and minor league team names. Bick, you're in second, 27%. Vince is in third with 22%. Jarrett, you're bringing up the rear, 15%. You still have two hours to vote left. To vote left? Two hours left to vote. <laughs> Speaking of miscommunication, you vote what? left. <laughs> Look, I'm halfway out, too. <laughs> Jared, take over. Everybody's working Love for it. the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> na, 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 na. All right, Everybody day one. That was, new romance. that was the old morning show. Hey, hey. What? Yeah, I know for that. I know for that. <laughs> Let's go. All right, day one it. of Major League Baseball in the books. What have we learned? We will tell you next. Tim Ring, Dan Bickley, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Dan Bickley, Vince Morata. Bickley and Morata Mornings. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Um, it's the type of baseball we play. You know, we grind it, grind it out. We do things right. Um, we fundamentally execute at a high level. And, and, you know, we're sitting at 2-0 after two innings. And Zach looked like he had really good stuff. So um, it didn't go the way we wanted to, but it was a fast start for us. And everything looked very positive at that point. A good base, good foundation, swinging at the pitches that we want, um, you know, limiting chase. It just looked like at times we were we were not not in a good position to strike the baseball. The first three innings were, were great. We had three hits over two innings and scored a couple runs, and then it stalled out. I think we got one hit for the final four and a half, or five innings. So um, we just got to get back to our fundamentals and the things we're good at. And our guys, when they're when they're up there at the plate thinking baseball and and following following their their process, they're good hitters, and we'll be fine tomorrow. 
That's the voice of Diamondbacks manager Tori Lavello. The D-backs 0-1 after yet another loss at Dodger Stadium. Tim, what'd you say their record was at Dodger Stadium in the last 25 games? Three and twenty-two. Oh, that's uh, yeah, no issues there. Um, all right, this was a uh, aside from the Arizona Diamondbacks. This was a incredibly successful day for Major League Baseball. Historic firsts all over the place. The Cub, Marcus Stroman of the Cubs, first pitcher to get called for a pitch clock violation. Boston's Rafael Devers, the first hitter to ever strike out due to a pitch clock violation. As Jared pointed out, Shohei Otani, the 26th opening day start since 1901 with 10 strikeouts, zero runs allowed. And guess what, folks? The Angels still lost. And he was he was the first one to ever lose in a hundred and twenty. Two years. Uh-huh. The first one to ever put up that stat line and lose. Yes. Uh, kind of sums up Angels baseball. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Cardinals outfielder Jordan Walker, the 16th player since 1995 to start on opening day at age 20 or younger. The ump cam came back yesterday. You had a fan in Texas drinking a beer out of a boot, and anybody who does that again should be tarred and feathered. Drinking a beer out of a boot? Oh. Like, a, like a boot that has been worn. Oh. Oh. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound... Jared, you ever drink a beer out of a boot? I have. Oh, I not, love it. But, oh, it's the best. Not, I, haven't, I haven't out of a literal... I've drinking out of... I've been to places where they serve beer in a boot, but it's not like right okay. off of somebody's foot. Now, so check this out. So the pitch clock was the story of the day. The average game yesterday was two hours and 45 minutes, which was longer than the spring training model. In spring training, they shaved 26 minutes off of a game. Yesterday, it was only 18 minutes, okay? But it still felt quicker. The the weirdest thing that happened yesterday, and again, do you guys want to chime in on what, how the pitch clock, did you, did you really vibe on it? Did you like it? I loved it. I thought it was great. I didn't notice it. Until you sort of look up and you're like, wow, it's already the sixth inning. It's already the seventh inning. I didn't notice it that much affecting it in real time, but I guess it does. It adds up. The word I used earlier was it's relentless. Like it just doesn't stop. I mean, mean, this is I, I think you just said something very interesting because I think where this happened, where it goes wrong, where it went wrong for Zach Allen and where this is going to help baseball is I think we've all watched baseball games where the first couple of innings might take an hour because one team rallies and then the pitcher stalls out and walks around and tries to get his stuff together and everything just slows down to a crawl. If a team's having a big inning, that pitcher's got to keep firing. Yeah. That, that's the difference. And he'll probably get more and more flustered the yeah. more they're getting hits off of it. And that's, what happened to, that's what happened to Gallon last night. That, that is what happened to him last night. Uh, the steals, people have said these should be way up given, given the size of the bases, which are what, 18 inches in bigger in diameter? Pizza box size. Uh, Okay. Yeah. yeah, pizza box size. Now, I, I think it is 18, yeah. And and the fact that a pitcher can only throw over two times without incurring a penalty. Now, And I love this rule. Some people don't like this rule. I adore this rule. Okay, so you get two pickoff throws to first base. Now you get a third. And that third, if you don't get the guy... He gets second base automatically. So, what kind of what kind of dance is going to is going to take um, take over the game if a pitcher throws over second? Is that guy going to take an absurd lead to try to draw a third throw? 
It used to be in Major League Baseball, if a fast guy got on first, a pitcher, he'd throw over to first base just as a little gimme, just a little lob over. Okay, there's a wasted throw. Then you're getting the, the B move to first base. And now hope the pitcher's mind, he's thinking, I got this guy set up. I'm going to give him my top shelf move. Now you've wasted three throws to first base playing this game. That's out. There's, That's out the window. There's no more just casual throws there's over no, there right. to keep him close. And I'm all for that. I'm all for I, I think that you talk about the fat that needed to be trimmed off the game. That's that's part of it. It would be nice if, if stole, the stolen base came back. I mean, well, Jared, there were 21 stolen bases on 23 attempts yesterday. That's it works well for the Diamondbacks, who's a lot of team, you know, is built around speed. So if that becomes a big part of the game again, that could only help the Diamondbacks. I mean, we struggled to come up with a second person who could lead the team in home runs. So they're going to have to manufacture runs this year. We did kind of struggle with that, didn't we? Last year on opening day, teams stole six bases combined. We had 15 more steals Think about that. I also heard the theory that catchers are not going to want to be showing up when guys are on the base paths and getting getting stolen on. They're also going to call more fastballs, which will increase hitting. Ah... That came from a former yeah. major league player. Yeah. And as we pointed out, the story of the day, really, when you when you factor all this great stuff that happened yesterday, the dude who ran onto the field at Dodger Stadium to propose. We got to find out whether he got a yay. He did. He did get a yes. Got a yes. yes. I, I saw a follow up report on it. He yes. lost the ring. I think it was TMZ. The ring got shot into uh, right field on, on, the, on the Ronnie Lott hit. But what a hump the that Ronnie guy Lott is. Hit, yes. There's, I mean, <laughs> hump what is. a hump. What a hump. Seriously. I mean, you have to think. I, I hope it didn't completely embarrass the person who was proposing to How could it not? But why I mean Your man just got slammed on the baseball field? You would think that you were you were smart enough and you were aware enough of how what your relationship is that doing this proposing that way would not be something that horrified your significant other. I, I am not Sarah confident that horrifying. he thought that through. Yeah. The security guard did not need <laughs> I know that's so to brutal. Yeah, he did, absolutely. Like, no. You didn't know what he was reaching in his pocket for. He <laughs> might have been getting a hand fruit. It could, you never know. It could not hey, have been a more obvious a proposal. Uh, could have just taken him down. Gotta draw the line. All right, when we come back on the other side, is that time, folks? It's the Sports Kebab with Ferret. That's next. You're listening to Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are Bickley and Murata Mornings, and we're going to our website, ArizonaSports.com, for today's poll question before we get the sports kebab from Jarrett Carlin. Dan Bickley and Tim Ring in for Vince Murata today. Guys, where will the Suns finish in the Western Conference standings? Fourth, fifth, sixth, or the play-in tournament? Right now they're in fourth. Half a game ahead of the Clippers. I think I think they're going to finish. I think they're going to stay right where they're at. At four. Stay at four? All right. I think there's no doubt about it. They're going to finish fourth. Especially if the Nuggets are kind of in we're good mode. Coast we're mode. mode. Yeah. yeah. We're good in the West. Woo! 80%. 80% of our voters say the Suns will stay fourth through the rest of the regular season. Six yeah. games left. 10% say fifth. 5% say sixth. 5% say they'll drop to the play-in tournament. Play-in tournament? Come on. 
There yeah. you go. There you go. That's your poll question. There you go. Today. That is your poll question for today. Come on. Are you joking? 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 It's sports news skewered. The sports kebab. Okay, it is Friday night, 30 time for the sports kebab. Sports news skewered. And... Unfortunately, I got to start with a little non-sports news. You know, I don't like to get political here. Don't like to rip headlines from the news for this segment. But I have to mention the legal ruling that everyone is talking about from yesterday. Look, we waited. We worried. And now that it actually happened, everyone is arguing whether it was the correct way to use the justice system. (laughs) I'm, of course, talking about the ruling in the Gwyneth Paltrow ski collision case. (laughs) Of course. Yes, I don't know if you've seen that, if you've been following that online. But Hollywood and Nepo Baby and Goop founder Gwyneth Paltrow won her countersuit about colliding with a skier in the snow. Experts say this was the biggest fight over white powder since a pregame scuffle between the 86 Mets. Terrell <laughs> oh. <laughs> Strawberry and Keith Hernandez. Yeah, and Dwight Gooden. Dwight Gooden. And, and all of Lenny Dykstra. No, all of that. Oh, that yeah. was some team. Yeah. No. That's an eight names, yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Now, the funny thing was that for winning the judgment, she was awarded $1.00. That was for real. One dollar. She only earned one dollar. Or as Bally Sports calls it, flush with cash. Oh! (laughs) Now, you might laugh at that amount of money, one dollar, but that payout would actually be good enough to make Gwyneth the fourth highest paid player in the Oakland A's this season. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, speaking of the A's, yesterday was opening day in Major League Baseball, a day full of excitement, a day full of hope. A day full of change because the proposed rule changes with pitch clocks were accepted. The proposed rule changes with defensive shifts were accepted. The proposed rule changes with base sizes were accepted. Now, the only baseball proposal that wasn't accepted was the Dodgers fan that got trucked by security yesterday. <laughs> you guys saw this, right? Yeah. Saw the video of that? Yeah, yeah. Dodgers. Dodgers fan ran onto the field during the D-backs game in L.A. and got down on his knee and proposed only to be promptly bowled over and destroyed by a security guard. I mean, I haven't seen someone get tackled while trying to get a ring like that since Kevin Dyson. Kevin Dyson. Kevin wide receiver. Dyson. Tight. Yes, the well tackle. Done. Yes, well done. I loved it, though. How about that hit? I mean, for once, it was nice to see that the pace of play wasn't the reason a millennial was unconscious at a baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> because that's it. The pace of play Maybe the greatest improvement this season in baseball. Most games on opening day were less than three hours. How awesome is that? Things have gotten out of control with baseball lately. Look at the last decade, and the times of games were more inflated than the Pope's winter coat. <laughs> you see that? It turned out to be a fake picture, but was that, was a, that was a great picture. Oh, though. Great. Now, thanks to the rule changes, uh, games are different now. They're not long anymore. Games are tighter than the shorts on any. Andy Reid in that coach's picture. <laughs> and, and speaking of NFL coaches, Bill Belichick, of all people, 
might be on the hot seat. In an interview this week, Bill said that the team will not be resting on their past laurels. Yes, some people heard this and thought Belichick must be feeling some pressure. While others heard this and said, what does resting on your past Yanis mean? Oh, that's an internet joke. That is a great joke. It's not relevant anymore. It's from about five years ago. But that is a very no, that's clever like joke. Ten years I, ago, it's clever. Laurel and Yanni, remember it. that when yeah, you were playing a thing, you couldn't hear the. Di- I think Belichick, for one, will bounce back this season because he's all about football. He is a no nonsense guy. He is a serious head coach, and we just lived through the Kingsbury era and a jovial players coach. They just can't run a football team nowadays. I mean, if I want to see someone controlled by a fun guy, I'll watch The Last of Us. <laughs> March Madness returns this week with the Final Four, which means the return of bracket pools and online betting. Experts say that more money has been gambled this year than ever in history. And I have to say, everyone out there, that's great. It's really fun. I love it. Just be careful. Be safe. Because you uh, don't know what the repercussions could be from irresponsible gambling. Hmm. Sources say Michael Jordan is looking to sell the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Unrelated, I'm sure. Uh, Elsewhere in the NBA, things are crazy in the West. The Lakers are surging thanks to the return of LeBron James. LeBron was sidelined with a foot injury, and several doctors told him that he'd be out for the season until he went to a man he called the LeBron James of feet. The LeBron James of feet? And I've never heard that person referred to as that. I've heard of him referred to as the director of Pulp Fiction and uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but never that. And finally, the biggest NBA return this week was no doubt Kevin Durant and the Phoenix Suns. After nearly two months, KD finally made his home debut and was so excited, so exciting, even though he struggled. Now, the Suns won, and I'm sure Durant will get the nerves out and he'll look better tonight. But let's be fair. Durant did not shoot well in that game. He finished, I think, 5 of 18. In fact, Kevin Durant, if he would have put up any more bricks, the city of Phoenix would claim he's blocking the flight path from Sky Harbor Airport. (laughs) He's not going to like that. Clever. All right, K- KD, if you're listening, that's at Jared. No, 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 no. I said he's great and he's wonderful. At Jared, and he does, that was a joke about Sky Harbor, not about you, KD. He doesn't really work here. Right, that was good. Are you done? Fair I'm done. Yeah. Are well you done? done? Well, are you done? <laughs> Good Good job. That is the sports kebab. And if you want to follow follow more of Jared Carlin's humorous stylings. Yes. Google Laurel or Yanni. (laughs) (laughs) And and then you can tell me what color the dress is, too, if you're looking for hip trends. It is a clever joke because that was a thing I just I completely forgotten about. I don't blame you. (laughs) Nobody's talked about it in 10 years. All right. We're going to wrap up today's show when we come back with some news about that photo that Ed coaches in the yeah, a classic the every billboard. year. That's next. You're listening to Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Weekly and Murata, song of the day.
the day. Might have heard this one before from ACDC Sin City. We're playing it for three reasons. Number one, Vinny is in Las Vegas. Likely hurting a little bit after the Depeche Mode concert last night. Mm-hmm. Number B, my singer refuses to play this song when Whiskey's Quicker plays Bike Week tomorrow. Says he doesn't like it. Too bad about him. Should, yeah, yeah what's, that. what's the problem? Yeah, I should have said that. And number three, Angus Young, uh, lead guitarist of ACDC, turned 68 years of age today. I love that Vinny's seen a Depeche Mode concert and Bix still won't play Depeche Mode for the song of the day. Nah. Finds another We've reason. To, we get that enough when Vince is yeah, here. Get, I'm right, but finds another, re- finds another reason just to play ACDC. And that's okay. And so it's a way, three-pronged and, reason. That was and, good. And, and, I'm right. here, and I'm here for it, by the way. Yeah. I have no reason. Of course you're here for it. Yeah, I have no Where else would you be? I'm looking right at you. <laughs> Where else would you be? That is Where else song would of you the day. Be? <laughs> Bickley and Murata. Going off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. All right, we mentioned uh, earlier, Jared mentioned in the sports kebab, the annual photo taken of all NFL head coaches. They do it at the end of the owners' meetings, um, and it's sort of a tradition. Yeah. And the Super Bowl winning coach is always front and center, and with Andy Reid, that's always comedy gold for Jared Carlin. <laughs> well, he always wears a gigantic Hawaiian shirt. Always. It's tremendous. Yeah, it is tremendous. Tommy Bahama. No, it's literally tremendous is what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes. it's. It was a great picture this year. Yes, it was a great picture. Sean McVay always looks like he's on his way out to the club. <laughs> but, right. But it appears that um, that uh, there's an interesting little side bit to this. Uh, Travis Kelsey, great tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, and his brother, uh, Jason Kelsey, uh, they do a podcast together. Is that right, Tim Ray? They do. It's good. It's quite so, entertaining. So And so somebody showed the picture to Travis Kelsey, and he had something interesting to say about Jonathan Gannon. As in, I've never seen that guy before in my life. <laughs> now, to be fair, he said that about six different coaches. All right. He did not recognize or knew who the blank they were. A lot of swearing in it is why I didn't swearing. play. But uh, when he got to Gannon, <laughs> I've never seen that bleaking guy before in my life. And, and his brother said, you literally just played against him in the Super Bowl. <laughs> How funny is that? Oh, oh! I, I thought what I thought you were going to say—the disturbing thing from that picture involving Jonathan Gannon—it appears that he also doesn't wear socks. See what people don't understand. Speaking, is, okay, there yeah. are there are such a thing as no seam socks. That's These right. guys are wearing socks. Yeah. They're called no seam socks. Yeah, wow. No shows. Yeah, they. Sarah, yeah. you still got that flexibility. Wow, Jared, don't be weird. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> you showed your foot to the entire. Uh, My shoe. Hey, no. Don't be weird, Ferret. Come on. <laughs> He's He's correct, a lot of him. All right. Speaking of pictures, um, Tim Ring has also informed me something else. Uh, I did a video with Kellen Olson on the basketball court the other day, and a lot. Of people uh, are worried about me. They think I'm five foot four. Shri- you're shrinking. Yeah. They think I'm shrinking. Your spine is. Uh, people don't yeah. understand. Kellen Olson is a very large human. He's like six ten. He's a very very <laughs> large human being. I think he yeah. gr- has grown since he's. I started. Yeah. yeah. Every time I do a video with him, I look up at him and I think he's growing as we speak. Like, <laughs> yeah. like that inflatable uh, gorilla that runs around the sun's court. Right. Right. What it looks like to me. No, yeah, think, he's very tall. I think he should be the sun. Fifth starter. So, yes. So, so I understand. I understand <laughs> the confusion of people. But Gamble, of all people, took a shot at me. 
said, did he? Said, could Kellen Olsen eat potato chips off Bickley's head? Now, I was not aware of this because oh, Gambo is shorter than I am. Yeah. And he's taking he's a shot at you? my height? <laughs> How dare he? How dare he? <clears throat> Maybe he was just complimenting the cleanliness of your hair. Oh, and yeah. saying that you could eat off of that hair. It would be a comfy nest for some potatoes. Yeah. It would definitely be a nest. It would definitely be a nest. Hey, big question for you. Have you ever lied about the, your height on the air? The, 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 the chips would stay in the hair. They would not fall out. You could yeah. like, put them in the, the ridges of he's, said hair. Uh-huh. Like they would balance right. in there. Yes. Kellen is tall. I think, he's, I think Kellen's the tallest person in the building. Oh, no question. Well, obviously. Right. Kellen could suit up for an NBA team and get you three, four rebounds. That's right. Buckets too. Yeah, I I don't think he could get off the floor and dunk, but he's going to get you some boards. That's right. You so, made a you made a great line though in the video, which I did retweet on Bickley underscore Murata. But your opening line when they started filming the video, uh huh, was somebody give me Ian Rappaport's box to stand <laughs> on. Well, that's what I was about to ask you. That is now Ian broadcast Rappaport, productions do that. He is short. He is short. He's four right. four. Now yeah. for the record, I list myself at five foot ten. That is, in fact, a lie. The last time I, I'm five nine and about six and a half eights. Mm, so we're rounding. I'm rounding up. You okay. list yourself. I'll admit I think to that's that. Allowed. I will admit to that. Uh, you're closer to five ten than five nine. You know, no you know, less than five foot nine and six slash eight. No less. No one in history, no man in history, <laughs> has ever has ever been five foot eleven. That's, That's true. That's a great yep. point. Anyone who's five foot eleven will be six point. foot tall. As a tall woman, you guys are preaching to the choir here. How many times have I been? T- oh yeah, no, I'm not yep. six foot. Lies. <laughs> I can see the top of your head. I mean, if there was if there was a, a men's basketball uh, radio league in uh, Phoenix, Kellen Olsen would be like five time MVP. Oh, all league. Right. Yes. He'd be, yeah. like a, he'd be like a 30 20 guy they, every night. They really should help you out with an Apple box, though, just because that's what produ- professional productions do. Right. I thought it was fine. Problem. Big, big deal. They were at different heights. It looked, it was fine. It was distracting. Yeah, so I might I might have to get Ian Rappaport's box. That's hilarious. Or, you know, you know, Kellen could crouch a little bit. Yeah. You could do that. You know, Kellen, if you're listening, you could have crouch. Him, <laughs> have him, you have, could slouch. Have him get on one knee like the guy in the Dodgers game. <laughs> In the middle of the court and see if somebody does something. <laughs> All right, real quick, oh, final four. Who y'all got? Anybody care? UConn! <laughs> Anybody but UConn. Let's go, Sandy. You can do it. You can do it. On behalf of Jared Carlin, the great Sarah Cazell, the great Tim Ring, the very mediocre Dan Bickley. Stick around. Say it, Jared. Say goodbye, everyone. Bye. Stick around for this. week, everyone. My sleep patterns do not uh, mess up the yeah. bed too much, so it's just basically folding the comforter uh, That'd be up. very difficult for me with somebody sleeping next to me to make the bed when I leave. Wow. <laughs> that really hit home. Now I feel so alone. Oh, oh, no <laughs> not, not, not meant hey, as a shot, hey, Vinny. No, no, I mean, no. Well, that's actually not true. The blow-up doll is still there, right? Oh, my oh, goodness gracious. Wow. That's why nobody likes you, Jared. And I love his game. Hate the player, love the game. Well, that's the exact opposite of what they tell you to do. They say, don't hate the player, hate the game. I had not looked at it that way. I, I hadn't looked at it the way you looked at it. Yeah, so I, I haven't looked at it at all. Yeah, well, that doesn't surprise <laughs> either of us. Zach! Anthony Pope! It was the worst defensive possession in the history of LeBron James. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey, hey. Want to make a deal? No, no, don't call Lamar. I got it. I got it. Make the check payable to cash. 
Where is everybody going? <laughs> What's going on? Uh, don't you like me? Don't you love me? Still don't like coffee. Yeah. What? Me? This. I follow so I don't follow the people. Big eyes. I don't follow the what? I thought we agreed. We weren't talking about this. The sun. The, the sun. This storm's not stopping. Look at the rain. Oh, hey, guys. Uh, what's up? They're knocking all this out of you. What are these young whippersnappers running around the gridiron with zeros on their jerseys? Hi. 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 Hollywood. Bowser. Burgers. Young whippersnappers like Merrill Kelly play the game the right way. Something seriously wrong with you. There's something wrong with us. Something seriously wrong with us. Oh, no, no, please. No, yeah, not no, Dallas. please stop. Oh, okay? You complete me. <laughs> okay, very well. Where do I begin? My childhood was typical. Summers in Rangoon. Blues lesson. 97 won the freak. Why are you messing with us? Do me a favor. Can you can you tweet something out about how unfair they're being? Come on. Don't they know they're the Cardinals? Yep. Oh, Tannenbaum. Oh, oh Tannenbaum. Tannenbaum. What exactly are you smoking? <laughs> Viva Las Vegas. Hands yeah. up to playing our song. You can take tomorrow. Mix it with a dream, babe. Durant. 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 Dos, tres, catorce. This yeah, is okay. the rivalry no one cares about. It just sounds like a big wiener. Lit City 2, Electric Boogaloo. Gronk's tushy's hanging out. Yep, 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 yep. Blood Listeners. pudding. Because he's still a Dorcas. Take your head well. to Kinko's. Pickley, shut up! <laughs> Good perspective, Jared. No, it wasn't. Shut up, Jared. <laughs>